Welcome to another episode of the Miller Report. This is James Miller, your host, along with Dave Miller. Uh, we are the Miller Group with One Sotheby's International Realty, and we have a really exciting uh, episode for you today, um, talking about the market here on Amelia Island. And, you know, when you look at all the headlines you're probably reading in, in the national newspapers, they're all talking about how the market has really slowed down and that the number of transactions and prices are dropping. And that isn't necessarily the case here in Amelia Island. So we're going to share some of that data with you here in a moment. Um, but before we do, just wanted to do a couple of housekeeping items. First of all, our spring 2023 edition of the Miller Report just went out. So if you are accustomed to receiving this or if you're not on our mailing list and would like to be, reach out to us and let us know. We'll get you added on there. Um, also wanted to have a little bit of exciting nudes for Dad and I that we are so far th this year through March, the number one producing real estate team here in Nassau County with over 15 million in sales. So we're uh, really excited about that and, and happy for all of our clients and, and thank them that we've been able to help them uh, achieve their real estate goals this year. All right. Well, I'd like to introduce my business partner and dad, David Miller, who's going to talk about what's going on here in the Amelia Island real estate market. All right, Dad. James, thanks. Uh, yeah, there are some interesting uh, data points, particularly when you compare kind of what's happening here in Nassau County on the island and at the Amelia Island plantation compared to what, what we hear about nationally. And I think the... Um, as you, you indicated, the national news has been kind of negative uh, relative to the real estate market. And things are a little bit different when you compare things that uh, compared to the first quarter here in Nassau County. It's interesting. And we kind of will look at numbers as they relate to Nassau County transactions, uh, Amelia Island kind of numbers, and then break it down further even to Amelia Island Plantation, because there are differences even within those three subgroups. And we've broken this, broken this out. Uh, looking at kind of the last three years, which have been the unusual years driven by the, the pandemic and the real estate transactions that people are all familiar with in terms of the volume of transactions that across the country. And then comparing that to what I would kind of call the average case, test case going back 2019 to 20 to you know 2013 type time frame, kind of what the thing normal coming out of the Great Recession of 2008 to, to nine uh, time frame. So looking at it, uh, Nassau County, the the as as you would tend to expect, transactions jumped significantly uh, between that five year period. The average right around 100 transactions per quarter. Uh, during the, for the first quarter during that period 2013 to 2019, whereas in overall Nassau County, those jumped up to around 140 or so transactions per the first quarter uh, during 21, 22, and 23. Each of those years were significantly higher with 133 and 21 up to 150 uh, the first quarter of this year. So we even saw an increase this year over last over the over 21 and uh, and and 22. If you you kind of you go to the island, um, what's interesting is that the number of transactions did go up a bit. It went up quite a bit in 21, but then leveled off in 22 and 23 to a number that was fairly consistent with the five years uh, 
prior to that during the period of time of, of uh, 2019 all the way back to 2013. And this is for single-family homes? These are all single-family homes that we're, we're referencing. But yet the, the difference was that the listing inventory availability jumped, went down, excuse me, 60% from the time frame of that earlier five-year period to you uh, compared to 21, 22, and 23. So there was a significant drop in inventory, available inventory on the island. Um, and so it, we know what that, what that did to prices. As we started to see over the last four years, we've seen a doubling kind of in the price point of what homes have sold for. And it's really a function of the fact that we have not had the available inventory. We've maintained about the same level of, of sales transactions on the island, but just haven't have had about half the number of available homes and that's pushed the pricing up significantly. On the plantation, that's even more reflected because the number of transactions that have happened the last three years, kind of surprisingly, is equal to the average of what it was the five years previous from 2019 back to 2013. So we've really not seen an increase in the number of transactions on the plantation. It stayed about the same. We've seen a significant increase in pricing because we've had a significant increase in buyer demand which has pushed up that uh, pricing level because the, the inventory to meet that demand hasn't been here. Um, so it's, it's really interesting. Prices, I go back at um, the average price for single family homes and the plantation over the past five to seven years. And you went from, and in in, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 timeframe, they were anywhere from 800 to a million. And then in 2022, the average price was over 2 million. And same thing with so far in 2023, the average price has been over $2 million as well. And part of that has been some uh, big oceanfront sales uh, during the, that last year and the beginning of this year. But it all, even if you remove those out, we've seen a really large increase in average pricing. And the big dramatic, one of the biggest difference and the reason driving that is that the, the average kind of volume of listing activity back again in that earlier five-year period, we have dropped almost 300% in terms of the level of the, the availability of homes from what it was from 2013 to 2019 to what it has been the last three years. A 300% drop in available inventory plus an increase in buyer demand as, as law of economics would tell you why we've seen such a price increase here at the plantation. Yeah, that compares. Doing, we did a podcast in 2019, and I was talking about how low the inventory was for single-family homes um, in the plantation. And I think it was at that time it was like 24 homes were for sale, and um, and I was saying that was record lows then. Well, right now it was about it, half of average. What did about then? Maybe. And that was half of you know roughly of, of what it was a few years before that. But if you were to if you were a buyer right now looking for a home in the plantation. Um, there are about eight or nine homes technically listed for sale, but of those, most of them, or a lot of them are lots that just have a, a home uh, plan on it. So if you actually want a home that is already constructed and existing, there's only four for sale in the neighborhood. So it's really tight inventory still. Um, Which is, a, I think, as low as we've ever seen it in terms mm -hmm. of, of true homes that are available. Right, right. And I and think that's go ahead, James. Yeah, you know, we're seeing what, what's happening, and I'm sure you're about to talk about this with where prices are. 
but um, they are staying certainly level. If if you know if this, but if this inventory continues, I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to creep up. But to just we'll have to see. But just as a recent example, we listed a house um, on Saltmarsh Drive, and within a day we had multiple offers, and it ended up, ended up going under contract for significantly over the uh, the list price. So. You know, for properties that are uh, in either in good condition and priced well for their condition, they are still moving very quickly. You know, and I think that 24 salt marsh example is also a reflection of the fact that there have been so little available inventory on the marsh front homes right. uh, over the last few years that also contributed to that. Um, you know, just again, kind of looking at the comparisons between the island uh, the plantation and Nassau County, the the inventory differential is really a, a big driver of so many things. The the island uh, is down about sixty percent in terms of available inventory, uh, whereas the plantation is down about three hundred percent, and Nassau County is only down about twenty percent compared to that again that five year earlier period. So that kind of gives a, a little breakout between those three groups, but prices have obviously gone up in all areas uh, because there's a less less inventory and, and more buyer demand. And the county probably is not down as much as the island and uh, the plantation because of all of the land and new developments that are going on out in the west part of the county or, or west of here at least. Um, so that's really what's probably buoying up that number a little bit. Yeah, no question. No question that... Uh, the build out and the lack of, of, of new home availability here drives it much more on the island. So it's uh, you can understand why the prices have jumped. It's hard to see as you look forward, given the low level of inventory, unless there is some kind of buyer back off in terms of demand. And, you know, we've seen the in increase in interest rates have not had a, a material impact or uh, relative to sales here because so many of the sales on the island are cash-driven sales, and so we've really not seen, at least on single-family homes, there to be a, a, a big impact with, uh, with the interest rate increase. So I think that probably, James, is about kind of the, the overview. It's, it's, it is, um, we see this continuing, I think, to, to push, to keep pressure on pricing to continues to be a, a seller's market, particularly for those homes that are what I would call uh, ready to go homes that are in good, good condition, a reasonable floor plan and priced at market prices. There, there's going to be, I don't see those staying on the market very long. I think it's still a seller's market from that standpoint. I think it is as well. And I think where we go from here. Um, it'll be interesting to see. We still have a, a backlog of demand, I think, of buyers that have been looking for the past few years and they've struggled to find what they're looking for because inventory has been so low. It'll be interesting to see as that inventory potentially goes or not inventory, but as that buyer demand maybe gets satisfied as they find homes, is there are there new buyers, the normal amount of buyers coming in to the market still to replace those? And I don't really have an answer yet on, on whether or not that buyer demand is there, but it, I don't see any reason to suspect it won't be considering how busy you, you look around the island. And I mean, the, the car show was a, a record year for the number of sales there. 
you just going downtown um, this past couple of weeks, I feel like downtown's busier than I've ever seen it. So I don't see the demand backing off unless something drastic changes in the national landscape. You know, even it's kind of on on the upper end and on the lower end. When I say lower end, things under a million and then things, let's say, above five million, we've 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 brought in. A, there's been a new group of buyers um, that have kind of become aware of Amelia and 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 are considering this as a home place. Play, uh, people with buyers that have been in other parts of Florida or other parts of the country that have become overcrowded and looking for alternatives. And we've certainly seen that with some of our sales. And even on the this, on the under a million side, what I think we're seeing would be folks that might have been looking for a three bedroom single family home are considering uh, a condo option uh, as a as a as an option that uh, they might not have considered previously because they can get into that price point at maybe a half million to a million dollars where before that could have been considered for a for a single family home and those really aren't available much at least on the south end of the island. Yeah, I was looking at um, sales um, from the first quarter of last year in the in the plantation in, in 2022, and I think quite a few of them are under a million dollars. And it's hard to, it's going to be pretty difficult to find a house in the plantation now for less than a million dollars. I mean, the, the the price points jumped up so much that really for most properties, a million dollars is probably for, for single family homes. That's probably the entry level price point at, at this point. No question. No question. I agree with that. So, well, that's some great information about what's going on in the market for the first quarter of this year and what we see in the immediate future. Still a strong seller's market here in this uh, part of the world. And um, so when you're reading all your national newspapers that are talking about how much it's dropped off, uh, real estate's very, very local. And so always check in with your local real estate experts to find out what you need to know about the local market. And if you have any questions or uh, have any interest in, in buying or selling a home, we'd love to speak with you. Uh, my cell phone number is 904-557-5720. And dad's is 904-206-0525. And that concludes this episode of the Miller Report. And we will see you next time.